In a world ravaged by ancient conflicts and teetering on the brink of oblivion, where gods, monsters, and heroes collide, one podcast rises to illuminate the path amidst the darkness. Prepare to be transported to the mortal realms where legends are born and battles shape the very fabric of reality. Welcome, listeners, and prepare yourselves for this is the Dudes of Sigmar. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. And I'm Roma. Hey, dude, can we chat? Can we chat from the traditional territories of the Clay Lake today? Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, I want to acknowledge, uh, in addition to recording from the traditional territories of the Clay Lake today, that we hit a milestone today. Oh, what's that? We hit 2,000 downloads. Wow. That's and amazing. It is. Um, and it's a modest number, I know. But for us, I'm pretty excited by it. And so before we get started, I wanted to take a moment and thank all of the listeners from all of the countries. Uh, and I'm going to go through them. So Canada uh, represent, yay, yay, um, are by far and away our biggest audience. Um, and our audience is coming. Oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. Um, comes what? from. <laughs> I had this all loaded up, and now it's kicking me back out. Uh, okay. Our Canadian audience comes from uh, British Columbia, Quebec, Ontario, uh, Alberta, and Nova Scotia this month. Wow. Uh, from the U.S., we've got people calling in now. This is, uh, I, I find so interesting when people beyond, you know, our friends in B.C. We've got North Carolina, Virginia, California, New York, Wyoming, Minnesota, Ohio, Alabama, Arizona, Massachusetts, Nevada, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, and Washington. Wow. I am so amazed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've got peeps in New South Wales. We have had people from the UK, not recently. I'm sure you'll come back. Uh, we have had people from Ireland, not recently. I'm sure you'll come back. We've had listeners from India. Denmark is uh, probably per capita our biggest foreign fan base. Uh, thank you, Denmark. I'm cheering for you in the worlds. Uh, Australia mentioned, uh, we've had, a, uh, a couple downloads from India. We've got three recently from Saudi Arabia. Wow. That's very exciting. So, uh, you know, I really do want to say a heartfelt thanks to all the people out there who take the time out of their lives when they could be doing other stuff, uh, and listen to the dudes of Sigmar, the dudes of Sigmar with our friends and the community. I really do appreciate it. So. Yes. Thank you very much. Okay. So on to the hobby news. What are we up to? Well, I just wanted to share that I know that everyone has heard that Damon and I are don't make really good teammates. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I'm like, <laughs> is this where you divorce me on the <laughs> <fucking> podcast? <laughs> I'm like, Damn. whoa, <laughs> shit. No. <laughs> God. <laughs> No, this is this is about Ooh, um, some close. friends of ours, Ray and Justin, who asked us if we would play doubles game with them. And I thought, do they know about our that Damon and I don't really play well together? So we did it. Uh, we shook hands before we started. The game went really well. We didn't win, but that's okay. It was an amazing uh, game. Let's let's rephrase that. Our team mating went well. Our but team mating the, went the well. The game didn't go quite so hot. Yeah. Well, the first three turns were good. We were tied. Yeah, actually, and they were. It, yes. But, yes, we, we actually were good teammates, I thought. We're not bad. If we spent some time to build a list, we'd be a yeah. bit better together. and we. There were a couple of moments where I was going to say, OMG, dude, WTF, dude. But I thought, just 
it's okay. Actually, you pointed something out in the back, and I was like, fuck, that was a really good thing you reminded me to do. So, yeah, no, I thought we did really well. Yeah. It was really good. So maybe this is a start of something. I doubt it, but it was a good one again. (laughs) 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 That was the first time I think I've liked Varengard, and I love Chosen. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's not not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, well, one good game so far in our whole career. Um, From all of our other gaming experiences, this was probably... The best. The most productive, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would agree. Yeah, we even spoke after to each other. And uh, you spoke to Justin after Ray too. and Justin managed to keep off the 24-hour uh, block list. So. so what do you think happened there? Like, how do you think you stayed off that? Just uh, practice. Like, practicing playing, practicing losing, and not getting, you know, so wound up. No, it's, uh, it's, it's a much different experience for me lately. Good. I mean, at one moment, at one point, you had this look, but then it disappeared quickly. I could tell you were getting there. You kind of did a little. It's it's something that you kind of do when you're when you're getting there. You get a little short. No. Oh, yeah. Well, but, I mean, whatever. But I mean. But you were good. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Ray and Justin. That was a great game. Yeah, it was. Learned a lot about. Um, Justin's first real game. Yes. He was a first timer, right. newbie. Yep. I hope that was a good experience. <laughs> we were gentle. Yes. <laughs> Very gentle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we, oh, go ahead. Oh, I just that we've been, I know last, well, on the weekend, um, it, it's felt, I mean, it's it's felt like nonstop Sigmar for months now, but particularly last week between uh, desperately trying to get my Hedonites built and I'm almost there. Uh, I think I just have five Bliss Barb Seekers to build. Um, painting up a storm, uh, I played three games on the weekend. We finished the game with you Friday. Yes, and then you played Daryl. Played so played uh, Stormcast on Friday. Played Soulblight Grave Lords, and that game I was reflecting on that game. And something I'm going to need to do better is adapt in game, because mm-hmm. we've talked about the first games a wash. Yes, like if you get your ass handed to you first time you played an army, whatever. But if if I want to do better in tournaments, and I do, I need to be able to adapt more quickly than simply getting my ass handed to me on the first game and then, you know, what if I don't play that list again in, right. in the tournament? So I need to, and I, I did, I think I did adapt in that game against Daryl because once I realized that the dragons were, fucking zombie dragons were healing themselves, I changed my tactics and I started murdering other stuff. But, you know, fuck Soul Blight and they're... <laughs> endless fucking hordes of zombies because you know traditionally you kill a unit can't bring it back oh no you can bring it back if you're soul blight don't kill a unit so that you can't bring it back no that that doesn't work against soul blight either so i was murdering shit left right and center i was wading through rotten undead bodies and the fuckers kept coming out of the ground and again i did well for three turns and then i lost spectacularly on the fourth right uh, yeah, so that was interesting. That's good. But learning. I mean, it's good learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The more um, experience you have playing different armies and different lists. And, and I don't know, when I was listening to uh, an episode of Coach the other day, and he was talking about, you know, what questions do you ask for a game? And I don't think I, if Daryl told me that one of those zombies had an unmodifiable save, and I, in retrospect, I think he did, 
but I didn't understand the implications of that in right. gameplay. Like how many, like I threw a Gargant and a Sorcerer on a Manticore and did nothing. Yeah. I find that for me, I need to, when you spoke about the impact, that's what I need to know. What is that impact? Because when I played Soul Blight, Grave Lords, it was, you know, I had Bastion in there who was a four at ward save. And then his, um, the vampire or the. One of the zombie dragons? Yes, the zombie dragon took took away the, that ward. So I'm like, oh no. He has an unmodifiable save and takes away wards? He took away his ward. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Soul blood are broken. But you heard it here first. <laughs> but had I focused all my attacks in it, I would have killed it. I had him down to two wounds remaining and then it healed, but I should have focused all my attacks. Yeah, that was the same thing like the zombie yeah. that didn't have the modifiable save. Right. I smashed it. And I had it down to like four wounds left. I'm like, okay, well, that wasn't that bad. Oh, look, fucking heal, heal, heal. Yeah, you have to get it the first. Yeah, go. you got to. Yeah, if you're focusing on that, you need to focus all your attacks on that and just kill it. Beat it to death on the yeah. first try and walk away, yeah. So, but again, I, I learned, as did exactly. you, so. Yeah. I just, once I play an army, I just want to play again because I learned so much the first time. And again, I hear so much. And then I'm asking the same questions again, you know, what's your movement? Yeah. And um, how hard do they hit? You know, stupid to fucking spell. Yeah. Um, and, and that one of oh, that stupid spell? sprite spell where you roll twelve dice. Oh, oh, no, no, he rolled a dice, and whatever the roll was was how many dice he could roll for mortals damage and mortals. And he beat my freaking um, chosen chosen to death because they had two spells that are like I don't know. The only difference was an apostrophe or something. <laughs> So, okay, we get to cast it twice because this spell has an apostrophe and it's not exactly the same. And yeah, they just kicked the crap out of my chosen. They yes. freaking tag-teamed him with those spells. Yeah. That's that bullshit. Was, it was interesting. That was a really good game. And their army was painted beautifully. So, yeah, it was great. Yeah, Justin, for being his first game, I like the scheme yep. that he's working on. Yep. Really showed up his partner, Ray, who's had that for how long? And he kept just chucking them mustache little prints on the table, Ray. <laughs> Ray. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. Okay, we're on to something else. The belt match is coming. Oh, up yes. Belt match. With myself and dun, Michael dun, on Sunday. Dun, dun, dun. So, how am I prepping? Um, People might be wondering. I will share. So, yesterday. This is going to go out before the match, right? Because Mike's going to be listening to this tomorrow and he's going to hear all the dirt. Oh, yeah. I'm not telling him the dirt on what, like, what I'm planning to oh, do okay. with him. Yeah. I'm just talking about how I am prepping okay. for this game that's going to be random. Battle plan. So oh, you're going to like this. Yes. So when we played against Ray and Justin, we did the random battle plan. So what I did with Dude was we did a random battle plan. So I have sheets printed out for every single battle plan in the book. And I'm going to make some notes on it so that I have an idea of my deployment strategy even though I don't know where he's going to deploy, but at least I have an idea of the synergies of my units together. So I, I want the audience to appreciate that she's got this stack of photocopied um, battle plans. And so she rolls, she's practicing rolling randomly on the battle plan table. And when she hits it, she quickly marks up the map of where she's going to put her stuff, where she might anticipate the other, <laughs> other stuff. And then boom, on to the next one. Rerolls it randomly, figures out where she's going to deploy over and over again. It yes. is um, 
This is something to behold watching you just sit in our, our little game area and muttering away I to even yourself. Talk. Oh, no, you oh. do. Yeah, totally. I'm taking the first turn and I'm talking oh, away and then I'm rolling the dice. I'm not sure if she's responding to her internal stimuli or what's going on over there. But yeah, you're having a chat with somebody. Yep, I am. And that's how I'm practicing. And yeah, so that's how I pla- practice random <laughs> battle plans. Very random. So <laughs> it sounds like this belt match is going to go down at our buddy's Robin, who has agreed to host it. That's uh, going to be fun. That's going to be a freaking hoot. The weather should be great. Uh, early June, uh, he, Robin's going to set up a viewing area on his porch. And, uh, oh, down, my gosh. People are going to be watching oh, us. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be sitting up in the the uh, bleachers, cheering, hooting, having a barbecue. That is going to be just a spectacular Sunday night. Yes, that is. So I'm wha- looking forward to it. Well, the nations of the world are battling at the AOS world. In our own little AOS world, two titans of the tabletop will be meeting to decide the fate, the ownership of the title. Yes, absolutely. I am very excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Monday's going to be rough. If Ooh. everyone's wondering if I've changed my list from the last time I, I have. <laughs> About every 15 minutes, dear <laughs> listeners, dear but listeners. But sometimes it, go, it goes back. It goes back and forth, and then I change it, and then I just want to practice the one I currently have before I actually send it to Michael. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, dead air. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, you were looking at me kind of funny, and I thought, well, well, I, I'm happened? just trying to which remember which of the billion iterations you're talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, right in front of me is a beautiful castle that Dude has printed from his 3d printer and oh. it is amazing yes um and it is my sincere hope oh you can hear it falling apart as i just try and get it out of the way um well right now i have enough for the northern wastes tournament now so i didn't get primer on it tonight but i'm gonna get some uh primer and airbrush it so people who come to the northern waste will get to battle uh hopefully amongst the midst of this terrifying chaos citadel you know what else i found really interesting was how much difference terrain makes oh so when you placed parts of this castle on the table when we played against ray and justin it was a different game yep totally was you if you don't have this type of terrain you feel like you can move around everywhere but the second you put this terrain down you can't you're kind of stuck in places and you have your movement takes you it takes longer to move around the, the castle. Which is funny, because we have um, one of the Sigmar terrain sets with the two ziggurats, which have a bigger, f- um, probably twice the footprint of any one chunk of the castle. But because the castle is taller yes. and impassable yes, and obviously blocks line of sight, it chunks the table up in a, in a much different way for our own headspace. Absolutely. So thinking about what we were going to do, I mean, at one point it was like, why would I even move this unit? It's not going to get anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, yeah. My uh, long straight crossbow stayed in the same spot the entire game. Yeah, tucked up against the castle wall, shooting through a crumbled section of the battlements. Yep. Which, you know, felt really thematic. Yeah, it did. It actually was kind of cool. It changed the whole game. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to getting the rest of this painted up. Yes, that's pretty exciting. When I paint the, um, when I do up the other table, mm-hmm. uh, I think I'll do it in kind of a broken up gray 
gray brown theme okay. for the castle to go on, not the green of, of our other table. Cool. That's exciting. So do you have your list for August for the No. For the tournament. I am so conflicted. Um I've been playing a bunch of iterations of Slaves to Darkness at this point, trying to sort of tune it in. Um I'm trying to get the Gargant in for some extra rend. People Is that Gargant, that guy with the big belly? Yeah, the big giant. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't I wasn't impressed with him. No. I thought he was gonna do more damage than he did. But it's becoming clear to me over, I think, three games now that he's probably not going to do damage because he's whiffed in two games totally. Right. The game against Earl, he didn't connect once. Um, but he is there for the extra rend. And he's a distraction. He is a target. Yeah, when we he's big and he's noticeable. When I played against uh, Taylor a week ago, he lit him up and smoked him with like gajillion thunderers and dropped him on turn one. Okay. But he didn't drop my knights. He didn't right. drop the other stuff. Yes. So if something's going to get whacked, a uh, 185-point Gargant that can't seem to, you know, stormtroopers have better aim. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So as a bullet magnet, it might not be a terrible idea nonetheless. Well, I saw your uh, the model that you just built. Oh, the Keeper Secrets. Oh, my gosh. So, listeners... I picked it up yesterday after dude had built oh, it fuck. and glued it. And I thought, oh, can I look at this? And he's okay. like, sure, just be careful. Just, okay. So she literally, I just finished gluing it together. The glue still hadn't totally dried yet. It was sitting there waiting to dry. And she looked, dude looks at it and says, can I pick this up? I said, yes, just don't drop it. And please be careful, he said. So I picked it up and it was all good until... <laughs> I was turning it over and it fell. I, I had words. <laughs> yes, he did. They, and they weren't kind words. They weren't, and but it didn't last twenty four hours. I mean, that was just what fifteen minutes. You dropped the goddamn model. That but I it just didn't break. Yeah, it did. In fact, it I had did? to read. Yes. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry. Oh yeah, no, I was sitting there just not saying any other you know oh. words that I might regret. Okay, so anyways, it's all back together again. And sitting on the, on the table. Well, some things have been repaired, but not everything. I broke stuff. I didn't think I broke it. No, I was th it's more metaphorical, like oh, you know, our relationship, oh. my trust, those sorts oh. of things. Oh my God! Speaking of that, the glue, or sorry, the paint. So I painted my secretors. Oh shit! I came down and I thought, you know what? I'm going to paint. So I thought I'd do a little bit of um, chrome on my paint. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I thought I would do some painting on my secretors. So all five are painted with their their robes and their armors painted, and I just have to do some more, a bit more for the details. So, anyways, I'm trying to get the the paint out, the chrome paint. And we're I using like Vallejo. Yes, Vallejo. Bottles. So, you know, I squeezed and a little, little teeny winny came out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I gave it a little shake and then I squeezed and almost half the bottle came out. And I just sat there thinking, how do I get this back in the bottle? So <laughs> then I, I and I thought, dude, can't see this. If he sees this. Oh, my gosh. What's going to happen? So I have all this chrome and then I tried to squeeze the bottle and then suck it back in. So I got a little bit back in. And then I thought, okay, so now I have to really complete all the chrome trim on all my sequences. To use up the 
you know, <coughs> 10 mils of paint you glooped out onto the... So then Damon comes down. Dude comes down. He decides he's going to do some things. And he keeps kind of walking over towards him like, oh, please just stay away from me. But I couldn't say that because then he'd be suspicious. So then I try to cover the plate with all the paint on there so he wouldn't see it. He didn't see it. He didn't see it. I should have washed the plate. He saw it in the morning and came up and said, <laughs> yeah. What the heck were you doing yeah. down there? Yeah. So anyways, that was, um, but my sequiturs are painted. They look really good. And I will add some more to them. I, back to your question about what am I going to play for August. Um, I, I'm So these are my options. I can play with a basically unpainted Hedonites list, which feels kind of dirty at this point, given how much painting I've been doing. You have, you have the most beautifully painted, more than 2,000 point list of Slaves to Darkness. Your knights are beautiful. Your Varengard, the colors are gorgeous. Your monster or your beast, like why wouldn't you play this list? It's amazing. Uh, because if I'm going to go with this list, I have to paint 18 uh, iron golems, which isn't the end of the world. I could paint 18 iron golems. Well, it's easier to paint 18 of those than it is to paint a whole huge list, 2,000-point list of... Hedonites? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you could do Hedonites for Vegas. For I, will, I will do Hedonites yeah. for Vegas, um, which is going to be rough because that means I just seriously have to stop like fiddle-farting around and pick a list, paint it. I think painting the Iron Golems will be a safe bet. Um, yeah. well, I'm waiting to see what the um, general's handbook well, is. Well, that's the other thing, though, right? I know. So I don't know what so it's going to be because if all of a sudden now it's mounted heroes. I mean, that's fine because I do have one. I've got the um, Sorcerer on Manticore. And, and Chaos has <laughs> lots of great mounted heroes. Uh, Selenish, in fact, have no mounted heroes. Uh I don't think Siskel counts with uh, Ebert riding on his back. Uh, Stormcast have boatloads of mounted heroes. And I have most of them. <laughs> well, I don't have most of them, but I have no, I think you many do. of them. So I think you truly do. Yeah. So I'm just going to give you an example of the list I'm thinking of for... Um, just back away from the mic a bit. It might okay. pop too much. Okay. Uh, what I'm, I kind of have a list that I'm planning for August. And I, I'm thinking of putting Karazai in it. Oh, you know, when you told me this today, I was like, oh. oh painting him. Yeah. But you know what? I could airbrush a base coat on him mm -hmm. and get him about as close as... Um, uh, Krondi? Krondi is. Well, that's pretty good. So my list would be Karazai, Arcana on a Griff Charger, Fulminators, Night Relictor, The Chariot... Evocators on Dracolines reinforced and two units of sequiturs. You know, when you showed me that list, I liked it. I, I like it too. I want to practice it. And the the whole thing about Karaz, uh, Karazai um, getting better when he eats heroes. Yes. And so I'm thinking of the meta. Yes. Um, there are uh, chomp like fire slayers crawling with good heroes to eat. Um, yes, Michael. Damon told me that Karazai could eat a lot of your little heroes. 
Like he's got <laughs> chomp, chomp, I don't know chomp. what eight dudes with a hero keyword like, yeah. and they're five wounds each. Karazai could roll through that and be at like I don't know fifteen attacks doing three damage. It could be bananas. Yeah, he's really good. Um, and that with my reinforced Draculines and the Fulminators. Ko have a ton of heroes that are good to eat. Um, th- th- you th- have three in your list that yeah, I could eat. Uh, Slaves, <laughs> Slaves to Darkness has. You know, the one sorcerer lord that's absolutely going to be there, probably two little dudes on foot, you know, depending on the depending on the um, the general's handbook. Um, I don't know what bone reapers run. Um, you know, rats have a couple tasty little heroes. Um, heat knights have heroes. Um, they're they're a little killy. You're not going to get a ton of heroes out of heat knights. But um, but I, yeah, the I think does a lot of damage. Yeah, he's he's really good. So I, I think I, he's I, gonna be in my August. I want to. I want you to run that list against me and see how it goes. Okay, sounds good. I guess we'll practice that. Actually, we can practice that later this week. Really? Are we gonna have time for that? Yeah, I think so. We'll make some time. Plus, I have to practice my list against Michael too. Oh shit! Or is this gonna be the list? I don't know. <laughs> I have two <laughs> lists to practice. Uh, what are we doing Friday? Like we don't have anything necessarily planned that we, you and okay. I could we play could on Friday. Play Friday. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, How good. do you think Karazai would do against Michael's list? Like I said, he's got a boatload of five wound heroes that would just pump Karazai through the roof. Wow. Maybe I should. Michael did say in when we spoke to him during that last podcast that I could send my list to him as whenever I wanted. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he might receive, but that it calamitous tail. Yes, because uh, oh, he's got that twenty blob of uh, whatever grunt uh, dwarves. That calamitous tail could just smash in. Um, and yeah, if you can kill enough of the, I mean, you're never hearthguard are going to be a problem no matter what you do, and yeah. you don't have any shooting in that list. So you, other than just avoiding them, if they're, I don't know if you got any spells to slow them down or anything, but. Um, well, I think I could be creative with my list, change it a little bit for, add a little shooting to it. Yeah, that would be the, yeah. if you could put those raptors in there and smoke some of them dudes, yep. whittle them down, like five hearthguard are unpleasant, mm-hmm. but not terrifying, ten are, right. ten are quite unpleasant. Yeah. Well, I'll see, I'm going to practice this August list, and I'm going to practice my list against Michael, and then I'm going to decide which list I'm going to use. Oh, those kids, thump, 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 Kay. thump. Well, this is a good time to say thanks, everyone, for listening. Dudes of Sigmar, in and out. And so it was that the dudes would continue their journey through the mortal realms, forging ahead with a passion for the next great story. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, dudes. Dudes.